Hey guys, welcome to Milwaukee Talks, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Disney's live-action remakes of our favorite classic films, so let's get into it. So basically, Disney has started to remake some of the classic animated films of the time that my parents were alive, that they showed us these wonderful classics like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Pinocchio, Dumbo, and Lion King, Lady and the Tramp, and all these wonderful films that they're starting to remake. So I basically started to compile a list of the old ones that they started to remake into live actions, including the upcoming ones that they're talking about doing slash and or are working on. So we start with Alice in Wonderland in 2010. We have Cinderella, The Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Christopher Robin, and then for... 2019, we have four films that came out that year, Dumbo, Aladdin, The Lion King, and Lady in the Tramp. So, based off of this, it looks like they started experimenting in it in about 2010. They had a long break in between not doing much with it, and then they started pumping them out one or two each year, and then all of a sudden, in 2019, we got four in a row with Dumbo, Aladdin, The Lion King, and even Lady in the Tramp. So, basically, they're remaking all of these classic films, and I like it, but I don't like it. So, let's talk about that real quick. So, real quick, um, what makes them bad, in my opinion, is mainly the fact that, to be honest, they're not the original. So... Since they're not the original, they do not have as much of a nostalgia factor for anyone who's seen the originals, who loves the originals. Then you have the fact that you lose a lot of the handcrafted feel of it, because if you look at it, a lot of the original ones, they had like a painted background all done by hand, then they had hand animators that would animate it frame by frame on a piece of paper, and as soon as you make it into a live action, it's really hard to get the same feeling that you get from good animation back in the days because one of the main techniques they used was squash and stretch, which is something no normal person can do in real life. They can't just like squash their head, but they certainly can at least have like a real actor act it out, which is cool but is not so the last thing that i want to talk about why it makes it so bad is the fact that a lot of it goes into the uncanny valley because if you look at like the lion king or lady and the tramp and a few other ones even though technology has gone far enough that we can almost see them in like a new way and they're like super realistic and all this different stuff and it almost looks like reality the one major problem with this entire thing is the fact that even though it looks super close it's not going to have the same feel it's gonna not be real animals in a real environment in case of like the lion king and you just don't get that connected feeling as much and it's super hard to do especially to get a character to look like they were meant to be in a scene so after i've told you all of these facts about why i don't like them there's two major points i want to say that i really think 
are the reasons why I kind of like them, even though they're not that great in my opinion. So first, you get to go and watch it with your kids in the movie theater. So if you grew up with the classics, you get to go and experience a new experience based off of the old experience to bring a really exciting time in the movie theater and kind of have you getting a little bit of nostalgia for whatever it was, remembering the old days while your kid is seeing this new version that just looks super cool and like different. It's super amazing. And then a second point is you still get some of the nostalgia. Even though it's not as powerful, even though it doesn't look necessarily how you remember it, because it's definitely not how you remember it, because it's a live-action version. But either way, you still get a little bit of nostalgia for it. So next, I'm going to talk about the upcoming ones that they're going to do. So they're talking about doing a Mulan. They're talking about doing a Cruella and a Little Mermaid. So with Mulan... It's going to be the first one that's going to be rated PG-13, which makes sense. There's probably going to be a lot more violence in it because there's a lot of fighting in Mulan. Then you have Cruella, which I really badly want 101 Dalmatians because I remember watching that at my grandma's house and it was absolutely amazing time to do that. But that's supposed to be coming out and then we don't have a release date for it, but The Little Mermaid... Personally, I've never seen The Little Mermaid, so I can't really judge that fully. And so the release dates for Mulan is supposed to be scheduled for March 27th of 2020, and Cruella is scheduled for March 28th of 2021. So based off of what we've seen now, it looks like they're starting to really slow down on the amount that they're releasing, especially compared to 2019 with four being released in the same year, which is super insane. So I'm going to talk to you guys about two of the ones that I have personally watched and can judge by the fact that I've really kind of seen the originals or have some idea of the originals. So Christopher Robin, and no spoilers, I will try not to spoil anything for you, but basically Christopher Robin has now grown up and he's basically completely forgotten about Winnie the Pooh and everyone, which is like an idea in and of itself really good, and I think they executed it really well. But it's just so cool because it's not Winnie the Pooh, and it's more of a Christopher Robin, and it fits though. It's super weird, but it does. And then there's the fact that you have Christopher Robin who has these kids, and then the kids start to learn and kind of grow up slash become more like kids because the dad is just like super serious and all this different stuff because Christopher Robin now is an adult. So I thought that was a really good film. Lastly, I'm going to talk about Aladdin. I never saw, uh, well, I never really watched Aladdin and thought it was like really that great in my opinion. I'm not meaning to offend anyone. I just personally never got to really understand what made it so great. So basically I watched it and some of my opinion on it was it was pretty good. 
to be honest, um, they removed a lot of songs, um, one of my, my sister told me, and then they also added a few new ones. Some of the new ones weren't that great, and then some of the old ones were really different. The storyline completely changed for the main structure, besides the fact that in the middle you kind of get the same old, same old, besides the fact that in the beginning, a little bit of spoilers, but basically at the beginning it's completely different, um, with, um, you see a guy with two kids on a boat and they're looking at this huge boat going into the harbor and they basically are like, I want that one. That boat is amazing. So then he starts to be like, I'm going to tell you a story about a prince and a princess. And he tells them about Aladdin, but then the princess is actually there with Aladdin and running from the guards instead of just Aladdin running from the guards. So... I liked it. It was not the worst thing ever. It's not the best either, I don't think, but it was pretty good. So now I'm going to talk about based of what I've seen, and it definitely looks like they are trying to keep it going, but they're starting to slow down a lot compared to what they did in 2019, because I think everyone started to realize what they were really trying to do. What they were really trying to do was get money and be able to take something that everyone loved so much and kind of put a price tag on it and change it just enough that the new kids might like it, but then the adults are not like totally offended by it. But a lot of times either it wasn't done in the right way or otherwise. So that's basically all I have to say for today's episode, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.